When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. All right. We got some major breaking news right out of the jump here. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton, appreciate all of you hanging out with us. A lot of drama right now in Delaware surrounding the Hunter Biden plea deal and whether it should or should not be accepted. Uh, We're going to give you the absolute latest. This is legitimate breaking news as we are coming on with you. We'll play audio. Honestly, it's one of those stories where you almost have to click refresh on your Twitter feed. Chris Christie is going to join us at 1.30. He is the only guest. So let me fill you in on what is occurring. We've been discussing on this program for several weeks, ever since the Hunter Biden plea deal was announced, that a Trump-appointed judge on this day uh, had to sign off on this plea agreement. And there are a lot of fireworks that have emerged uh, as the court is now in recess And there are major questions about whether this judge is going to accept this plea deal. Um, The two sides are talking right now. And I'm going to play for you a couple of clips here that we have put together from CNN and MSNBC of breaking news. But I just want to say this. Buck, you know that I've been saying that she should reject this deal. Until it is 100% dead... I am always apprehensive that something behind the scenes is going to happen and that there's going to be some form of resolution. But she is at least not rubber stamping this. And CNN and MSNBC have already come out and reported this deal is dead. We got to be cautious here about what the real takeaway is. Now, first off, we've been talking about it for weeks. You've been saying she should reject it. I've been thinking the fix is in. And... This would have been, in in so many ways, I think, the uh, obvious destruction of the judicial system before our very eyes for politics. Like, there's no other way to see this. Hunter Biden is as guilty as guilty gets of multiple felonies, but he's daddy's son and his daddy's the vice president. And so I'm sorry, the president. And so now he's going to get away with it. But 
we got to be careful because this could always turn into, you know, oh, the, the deal, the deal. And, and now we need to come back to court in a week. And, oh, justice isn't dead. And then to your point, Clay, they do some variation of this, right? So we don't know the outcome. They're throwing static up right now about it. You want to play that cut? Let's play it. Yeah, CNN cut 21. Let's listen. She was pressing the prosecution on this investigation and the four corners of this plea agreement. One of the prosecutors said that the investigation was very much ongoing and that she asked him, well, what is not covered in this plea agreement if you are leaving the possibility for there being other future charges? So then the judge said, would this include a possible Farad charge that's not registering as a foreign agent? The prosecutor said, no, the deal would not include that. It was at that point that she had said to the prosecution, if you are not, if you can charge that, then what does this mean? And the prosecutors, since she asked Hunter Biden's attorneys about that, and he said, well, then there's no deal. And the prosecutor said, then there is no deal. So Biden's team said that the plea agreement, as far as they understood, it was now null and void. They were moving ahead to talk about what the next steps would be in this case. So as of right now, the deal appears to be dead and off the table. And it remains to be seen how they're going to move forward. But he has been charged with those two misdemeanor tax evasion charges. Uh, But one thing we learned is that this investigation is very much still ongoing. Okay, so, Buck, trying to unpack a little bit what we heard there from that CNN report. And again, this is a moving story. So I am... Until we see Hunter Biden have to walk out of the courtroom and there is an agreement that this is a null and void plea deal and that everything is still outstanding against him, what the judge evidently was questioning, Buck, and you remember this because we've talked about it a great deal, that FARA rule is if you are basically lobbying for a foreign interest, you have to file, you would know better than most, based, I think yeah. probably on your background, you have to file basically notifying the U.S. government that you're representing a foreign agent in some way. So here's the problem they run into. FARA is the Foreign Agent Registration Act. It used to be a joke in D.C. It wasn't something that anybody ever got prosecuted for. If they figured out that you weren't registered, they would say, oh, come on, you know, register, and maybe there was a fine, possibly. Nothing big, right? But they used it to go after Trump people. And they used it in a criminal, we're going to lock you in a cell because you didn't register Paul Manafort, et cetera, as a foreign agent. So they established this precedent that this is used, and it's used for people who are very politically connected and very senior in their um, roles in a campaign. Could have been in the White House. And so now the problem that Hunter Biden has is, Clay, he is 100%, beyond shadow of a doubt, guilty of violation of Pharaoh. Yep. How can the the Biden Justice Department... Charge Paul Manafort and others, there are others we could look up and see, that are Trump-associated with Farah and not Hunter Biden. Additionally, you can't have a federal plea agreement that's supposed to be, all right, all right, here's all this stuff, and have an outstanding possible federal charge and have additional federal investigation going on. Yeah. Effectively, he could sign this plea deal, and there could be another indictment against him on different charges in a week. So why are they doing this deal? We all know why. I give credit to the judge for asking these questions in open court because that is the job of a judge who's examining this plea agreement. I also want to play cut 22 from MSNBC. I wanted to make sure, Buck, that we were playing not only, you know, Fox News or whatever. Like, this is what CNN's reporting to its audience. Here's what MSNBC is, uh, is saying as well. Listen. 
We haven't been able to see these court documents today, but apparently as part of the pretrial diversion agreement for the gun charge that Hunter Biden faces, there are additional tax charges that are covered in that, meaning they won't be brought should he abide by the terms of that pretrial diversion agreement. The judge questions that and says, look, the pretrial diversion agreement is outside of my purview, but yet it's referenced in the the plea agreement between the two parties. And she questioned the government and said, you're asking me to approve and accept this plea agreement, but yet I've got this pretrial diversion that's hanging out there. And is it your understanding, Hunter Biden, that, you know, if, if there's some sort of a break in the agreement here, are you willing to still move forward as far as the difference between the pretrial diversion agreement and the plea agreement? Hunter Biden said, no, Your Honor. Okay, so it's cocky, Buck, um, but uh, th- this is important because the prosecutor here the uh, weiss if i'm not mistaken names all run together but i believe the the prosecutor of the initial hunter biden investigation last name weiss has said that the hunter biden investigation remains ongoing and there's been this conflict publicly uh in some way although it hasn't been discussed very much where the biden lawyers seem to be saying oh no this clears the deck our guy is clean There is nothing else outstanding that could put him in legal peril or jeopardy, which is why, to be fair, Buck, if I'm putting on my Hunter Biden lawyer hat, the reason to enter into a plea agreement and admit guilt in any way is to eliminate the peril that you might face from future legal proceedings and current legal proceedings. Now, you don't get blanket immunity, right? If Hunter Biden walked out, got drunk, drove in a car, and hit somebody, well, probably he wouldn't face penalty for that either, sadly, based on the way the Justice Department is going. But that is a not uh, understood-to-be-involved detail associated with this. In other words, it would be a future act. What they're dealing with here is the prosecutors maybe because of the pressure this sweetheart deal has gotten, are refusing to say this represents the sum total of all the penalties that Hunter Biden could face under all of these investigations. The judge specifically questioning about the Foreign Regulation Act there and whether or not you had registered as that, could that be a future charge that's brought? And it seems as if for the moment this entire plea deal has fallen apart. Now, we're following this in real time with you because Hunter Biden and his attorneys and the prosecutors are all inside of this Delaware courtroom right now. People might be saying, Buck, okay, what's the significance if the plea deal falls apart? Well, I think what would end up happening, you go back and read some of the transcripts, I've said that would lead to the, I think, the appointment of an independent counsel. It would then drag on throughout the entire 2024 election season and probably end up Hunter Biden would uh, dodge blame if his dad wins the election, or there would be significant legal jeopardy he would face if his dad loses. There should have been a special counsel appointed at the very beginning of this. That's obvious. The fact that they didn't do it was part of the effort to fix and to rig the justice system for the benefit of Biden. And by Biden, we really just mean for the Democrat Party, because they only Biden is the vessel through which they get the policies and the, the power that they want. Uh, the, the fact is now you have a situation where the whole country is watching this. They were hoping this would get done pretty quickly and quietly. Swept and, under the rug. Um, and I just want to remind everybody, go back in the last two weeks for fun. Just go, you know, just Google, you know, MSNBC Hunter Biden and see what they were saying. This isn't a sweetheart deal. This is a super harsh deal. They were being extra hard on Joe Biden's son. Anybody who said that to you is an idiot or a liar or both. 
They were saying it all across the Democrat media. It was obvious that that wasn't the case, but they were just taking the talking points that they knew they were supposed to spout, basically directly from the White House. This deal falling apart shows you how uh, grotesque the injustice was really going to be, because let's be clear, there are massive, you know, now I start to think, okay, uh, how does this affect everything, including the 2024 election, because if Hunter Biden, now, if, if I can just say this, I think that they're going to come to some additional accommodation of some kind. That's still my inclination, that they'll plead, you know, I don't know if they'll make it a bigger fine, and maybe they even get Hunter to go into a halfway house or something. You know, maybe they do some or, or home confinement. You know, they, they might have to get a little bit more. Clay's, Clay's looking at this. You, you think, uh, this well, is what I was afraid of. CNN correspondent now saying the deal is back on track and the plea you. deal is going to be more limited in scope. What I'm talking about, they're just going to revive This is why I didn't folks. even want to send this out is... a, a tweet about this because I had so little faith that, uh, that, that all of this could actually stand. So we'll see. Clay, what this, the but see, this is dangerous. Does, this is dangerous because now it looks like, oh, they know that this is corrupt. Maybe the system isn't. If Hunter Biden doesn't go to prison, the fix is in everybody. Full stop. Okay. Which is what our thing has been all along. So whatever they do now, right? Whatever dancing around they do. If they go, oh, well, he's going to have to include the fair. Think about this, Clay. There's a possibility they may throw the ferret in there now, too. And that just kind of goes with the. It's like throwing in a pair of steak knives with yeah. the house. Now, this is literally breaking as we speak. So I would say there will be some resolution, I would think, during the course of today's show. But. All bets are off because literally every time I hit my Twitter feed, there is a new update that is coming down uh, as to what exactly is going on and what the scope of this potential plea agreement would be. Uh, look, we, 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 you know, it's hard to assess whether this is just or unjust without knowing what the resolution is, right? It's almost like yeah. we're sitting here, you know, for murderers on trial. Wait, is he guilty? Is he not guilty? Well, I mean, we got to know that before we decide whether the trial had an outcome that is in line with justice. Obviously, this is not a murder trial, but I'm just saying, you know, this this could still very much turn into a situation where, and, and I, I was worried, as soon as you mentioned this, you know, Clay Clay was the one who told me about the story uh, this morning as it was breaking. As soon as you mentioned it's falling apart, I just felt like, but, you know, is this about the optics? Oh, okay, fine. Maybe Hunter, maybe Hunter was, you know, crossing some lines or whatever, and we need to rethink this a little bit. And then in a week, they're going to meet and they're going to have some other deal and everything's going to get swept under the rug, right? It, it creates the perception that the justice system isn't as fixed and corrupt as it actually is just by having that static or that, you know, breakdown. But we don't know, right? It could, if they, if they decide that this right now it's back on is the current reporting. But does that include, I mean, if it doesn't include the fair, we don't know, we get, don't know what it includes. We don't know anything. Again, I'm going to hit every minute that we're on air. I'm hitting refresh on my Twitter feed to try to find out what the absolute latest is. And so, yeah, you're right. Like, what does it include? What is the scope of this? Is there still an ongoing investigation? The whole thing's a mess. Can I just put this thought out there, Clay? If they come back and they have renegotiated and somehow, I don't even know if they could do this. Like, this is now, the people who would know this, we got one coming on later. We got a former federal prosecutor with Chris Christie who's going to be joining us. We're going to talk to him about this. But could they try to include, can they, can they, can they redo the deal so it's inclusive of what the judge 
thought was a problem? I, 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 I don't know. I mean, you're a lawyer. This is a great I, question for Chris Christie. I, I would think that negotiating, remember, they negotiated this thing over months, and now they're scrapping it and trying to come up with a brand new one in short order inside of the courtroom. The judge should say, no, this, you know, we'll have a hearing in a month. But the idea that you could rewrite an entire plea agreement in the space of an hour while sitting down in front of uh, in front of each other is is pretty crazy. This this we we don't know where it's going, folks. I mean, I'm I'm still very cynical about the outcome, but it's clearly there's been a little bit of a, a little bit of a rumble, a little bit of a ripple in the deep state today uh, with the judge pushing back on it at all. Uh, is she serious about it or not? We'll find out. Clay, this is wild, man. I mean, did you think? You know, back. It's on. It's off. It's on. It's off. I. I don't know. I'm. I'm. Clay's. Clay is watching. I, I'm, just, I'm like, trying to watch it in real time because say, it's like you know, like pulling the slots until you see the the things pop up. You don't know what the outcome's going. I just be. want everyone at home to know. Clay is is watching the news ticker like he's at the Kentucky Derby and he's just put his you know last house payment on a horse. Like he, it's very dialed in to whether this deal is on or off. So we'll. We'll tell you, Hunter Deal, on or off, we'll come back, we'll get into it. And if we've got any federal, former federal prosecutors out there in the audience, we're just former prosecutors, what what could be going on now in this plea negotiation and, and, and how this plays out uh, based on what you've dealt with in your career? We'll get to that. Um, but, you know, you should support U.S.-funded resources. Phoenix Capital Group invites you to invest in the heart of America with domestic energy corporate bonds. At Phoenix Capital, we connect private investor principal with direct investments in domestic energy assets. Your venture in these U.S.-backed equities can gain up to 9 to 12% annual interest paid monthly. It's a vote of confidence in the American dream and the unwavering spirit that built our nation. To find out more, download the Phoenix Group's free investment packet today at phxonair.com. Investment in bonds have a certain amount of risk associated with it, and you should only invest if you can afford to bear the risk of loss. Before making investment decisions, you should carefully consider and review all risks involved. Learn how you can diversify your investments and earn 9 to 12% APY. Download the Phoenix Group's free investment packet today at phxonair.com. From the front lines of freedom and truth, Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey! 
I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back, everybody. We are in news yo-yo mode here. The deal is on, the deal is off. The deal is on, the deal is off. Hunter Biden's plea deal in federal court. As of this moment, as we are speaking to you live across the country, it seems it is back on. Clay, what are the details that you've uh, you've been able to unearth Moment to moment here. We'll play a cut for you here. I mean, it, literally, this is changing from minute to minute. Reports are now that the plea deal has been modified. And it appears that uh, what had happened was there was an agreement that was far more extensive than people realized about how protected Hunter Biden was going to be from any future charges. And so what is happening now is there is a dispute about exactly what the the future prosecutions of Hunter Biden under these charges could be. And now they have decided to agree that this is a reduced uh, plea agreement, that he would still be open to additional charges. We're going to play some audio for you there in the courtroom as we speak right now. We'll play that for you when we come back. Uh, but uh, who knows what might happen in the five minutes we're in break. Maybe this story will change again. But the significant factor here is this has been a mess. A huge mess, and we'll update you with the latest. If you're a small business owner and you've been running that business for four more years, you'll want the help of Innovation Refunds. They've helped tens of thousands of small businesses with their ERC tax refunds already. This is the employee retention credit. Innovation Refunds dedicated to helping business owners navigate the process with their team of independent tax attorneys experienced and understanding ways that different kinds of companies can claim tax deductions as a result of COVID. There are other companies saying they specialize in ERC tax refunds. Not every company is the same. Innovation Refunds has hundreds of five-star Trustpilot Google reviews, and they're certified with the Better Business Bureau. Trust your business with the experts at Innovation Refunds. Go to innovationrefunds.com to start the process. There's no upfront charge. They don't get paid unless you get paid. You can call them as well. Call 1-843-REFUNDS. That's 1-843-FUNDS. InnovationRefunds.com. Okay, following the bouncing ball here, the chaos that has unspooled inside of a Delaware courtroom as Hunter Biden has attempted to accept his sweetheart plea agreement deal. Judge pushes back on the scope of the agreement. Two sides walk out appears that the plea agreement may be done now they have come back and they are evidently agreeing that the plea deal is more limited in scope uh to me what this raises is the possibility that this hunter biden plea agreement was even more extensive and protective than has previously been discussed because the hunter biden team his lawyers seem to believe 
that he was protected from all future charges relating to any of these allegations, not just tax and gun offenses. Uh, Here is the latest from a CNN reporter inside of the courtroom uh, that came out to discuss the update that now the plea agreement is evidently back on but it is now more limited in scope. Listen. The deal appears to be back on track. After I was just out here, the Biden's team had asked for 10 minutes to speak with the prosecution. They were doing that while the judge was off the bench. Then after a bit of period, they came back, the judge came on and she asked them where they are. So essentially Biden's team is agreeing to the plea deal, but a much more limited in scope deal. Part of the issue here was that the judge didn't understand exactly what this plea agreement was covering because it seems to be very um, all-encompassing. So she wanted them to really narrow down what it was that was covered under this plea agreement. And so the prosecutors had said that this plea agreement would cover any charges that were tax charges from 2014 to 2019, any drug use charges, because Biden has admitted that he used illegal drugs, and the specific firearm possession charge that is included in this deal. Okay, so Buck, what this would theoretically mean is if the pressure has gotten so intense on the Department of Justice that they can't accept this sweetheart deal, it's possible Hunter Biden could get charged for failing to register as an agent. Now, what I would hold out there as a danger zone is Hunter Biden's attorneys may be signing on to this agreement with the belief that they actually have boxed out any future charges as well. And if there are future charges that are attempted to be brought, they could argue that this plea agreement keeps that from being possible as a part of any defense over and beyond and beyond the fact that they could say not guilty. They could say this has already been covered by the four corners of our plea agreement. So I'm pretty confident saying here the fix is in. <laughs> I'm just going just gonna to come out here and tell everybody uh, there's no special counsel that's getting appointed by the Biden DOJ. There's no future federal charges that they're going to be chasing down under Hunter Biden. Farah, um, you're going to say, well, they, I mean, we, we did say that they used it to go after, uh, Paul Manafort. It has a statutory maximum of five years in federal prison just for Farah. Uh, but everyone basically takes a plea on it and, you know, they, they generally don't get the five. I think they sentenced Manafort to the full five years, uh, which is totally nuts. I mean, he got 73 months in prison, imprisonment. I'm looking at the DOJ right now, a website, uh, Hold on. Including the statutory maximum 60 months, five years, for conspiracy to violate FARA. I just want everyone to know this, because usually the FARA thing, like I said, it's a fine. In D.C., it was treated like a speeding ticket for a long time. When it came to Trump world, five years, Clay, on the FARA charge alone. Yeah. Now, this is where I say they're just not going to charge him with it. I mean, this is what you're just not going to see it happen, in my opinion, right now. But theoretically, I have to go and see what would the uh, as a statute five statute years of limitations. I don't know yeah. what the statute of limitations on it would be either. That's the next question to ask. Um, uh, and and maybe I mean, basically, I if you have a Republican president who comes in and there are crimes that they can point to, look. The other part of this is. It was, was there anything going on with Hunter and Joe while Joe's been president, which we don't really talk about at all, looks at the old stuff. I mean, that's I wouldn't put that beyond the realm. Um, I'm looking up right now on uh, what it is for Farah. Um, and remember, you but, said they charged him with conspiracy to violate Farah, so you may be able to also use the conspiracy statute depending on how exactly that's defined. 
Fair statute is five years. So, so, so that means even if you get a Republican in 2024, no dice. The amazing thing about this is it's possible that this plea agreement, according to the Hunter Biden team when they negotiated it, was freeing Hunter Biden free and clear from all future prosecutions, too. Because remember, Weiss has said this investigation is ongoing. I don't even right. know what that means. And also, he has to have the authority to bring charges. They already let the uh, the statute of limitations expire on, a, was it 2014 and 2015 unpaid taxes? So think about this for a minute. Your federal government just said to Hunter Biden, oh, that's okay, you don't have to pay your taxes for 2014 and 2015, and there are no real consequences for that failure. That's what they said. They would never say that to you or me. In fact, the Wall Street Journal has an editorial today, Buck, that says, and I don't have the headline in front of me right now, but it basically says, if you were Hunter Biden, you would be in prison. That is 100% true for anyone listening to this right now, unless another member of the Biden family happens to be listening to this. Uh, <laughs> you would be in prison. Clay, do, do you feel like, okay, now it looks like it's done, signed, sealed, delivered. The deal went through. Does it feel I like the I don't know that it's officially in? gone through yet, uh, because there were talks that they're going through. i, I got to hit refresh or whatever. Um but I, I I still say this judge, while she did uh, force potentially in some way an adjustment of the plea agreement, did not do her job as a member of the federal judiciary. I would have refused to accept this plea agreement that is fully within her authority. Um, and I think, again, this just provides further evidence that the fix is in as it pertains to Hunter Biden and, and not having to take any consequences for his behavior. Now, And this is because he's going to be the Democrat presidential nominee, or his dad is, I mean, and he's running for office again, and the entire system will be corrupted to the absolute maximum. I, I, just, I know everyone's sitting there right now, and this is going to run through their heads a lot because it's running through mine a lot. Look at what the system just did for Hunter Biden. And look at what the system is about to do and already has done against Donald Trump and his associates and people around him. Right. I mean, you know, we, we forget yeah. about how hard they went after. I mean, they completely ambushed and lied and defamed and tried to destroy General Flynn. They did. You know, they locked up Manafort for for many, many years um, for basically the same stuff. What here's a here's a fun question, everybody. What is so different about what, what Paul Manafort was convicted for versus what Hunter Biden isn't even being touched for? Same stuff. Taking oh. money from people abroad, not paying taxes on it, wires, the same stuff. Yeah, so we totally all have to sit, you know, we all have to sit here and say, we've seen this. We've seen exactly how corrupt this system really is. Look, the Democrats will use power in the Justice Department in a way that has never occurred in the history of the United States. And the part to me that they are, that they, they would be willing to do so is a huge story. To me, an even bigger story is that the media that claims they care about democracy dying in darkness and all the news that's fit to print is not covering what is such a rank double standard, the treatment of Hunter Biden compared to Donald Trump, and also larger scale. The treatment of uh, of Joe Biden compared to the way that the media treated Richard Nixon, Bill Clinton, and Donald Trump. I, I, I want to keep hammering this home because I think it's very important. 
Nixon, Clinton, and Trump are nowhere near as credibly accused during their presidency of high crimes and misdemeanors as Joe Biden has been. Joe Biden's behavior, you can even argue, Buck, from a truly constitutional perspective, because disagree with me if, if you think I'm wrong, but one of the what well, is I mean, one Bill of the Clinton definitely committed things. a felony by lying under oath, but I mean that's a, you know okay. that's, it's not but, as but not as big under- a deal as bribery though. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, bribery. The number one thing that most of us would care about as voters is are our elected officials being paid to alter their behavior by foreign interests, not even national interests, which is scary. Foreign interests in a way that delegitimizes their ruling authority. I think you got to escalate that to foreign adversaries. Yeah, it's a good I mean, point. China and, and Ukraine, I mean, the corruption and the, the usage of U.S. power for individual oligarch interest in that country, we're dragged, into, we're dragged into supporting a war there right now. I mean, the high stakes, as we've been saying all along. I think you can argue that what Nixon was accused of, what Bill Clinton was accused of, and what Donald Trump was accused of, I mean credibly accused of, right? Like actual people under oath legitimately saying, I'm not talking about the Steele dossier, credible under oath. Joe Biden by himself is credibly accused of more significant issues than all three of those presidents were combined. Because really, when you break down, what was, and we'll talk about this over the course of the show, what, what was Watergate? A stupid break-in of a uh, Democrat Party headquarters. It was the cover-up of Watergate, but the actual crime itself was so slipshod and stupid, it didn't actually impact anything. Bill Clinton got impeached for a sexual liaison and lying about it. But again, was that anywhere near taking millions of dollars in payments from foreign adversaries like Joe Biden and Trump. Everything was totally manufactured against Trump. Biden isn't just worse than each of those three, Buck. I think you can make a strong argument that Biden is worse than all three of those combined in terms of the credible allegations that would justify impeachment for him compared to the other three presidents that have been impeached in our lifetimes. And look what the Department of Justice just did for his son. Yeah. We, we we have to, I know it's it's uh upsetting, but the fix has been in all along, Clay. We'll talk about it. We'll take your calls, eight hundred two eight two two eight eight two. We'll also be talking to Chris Christie, who has been in some of these courtrooms for plea agreements. I'm curious how he would assess what has happened today so far. Few things can wreck your uh, day like your computer crashing. Always happens at the worst time, doesn't it? Doesn't it always seem like your computer crashes on a day that already stinks? And you're like, and now my computer just crashed. Everybody's been through it. Photos, documents, contacts, emails. All of a sudden, you're terrified that you lost them. It can be your personal property or what you're using to run your business. That's why you need backup. My book comes out in 12 days uh, or 13 days. And I almost lost that book. I can't tell you how sick to my stomach I felt to think, oh, I've been sitting writing this book and now it has vanished That's why I'm glad I've got iDrive. It's the easiest, most secure cloud backup solution out there. Plans will start at less than 7 bucks a month. You can use my name, Clay, C-L-A-Y, as the promo code at checkout for 90% off of those charges. In the first year, iDrive.com. Again, my name, Clay, as the promo code, 90% off first year, iDrive.com. Do it today. Heard it on the show? Hear more on the podcast. Clay and Buck Podcast Deep Dives. More content, more common sense.
Find the guides on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, team, welcome back. And I just want to let you know, we are in the next hour going to be talking a bit here about, uh, well, we got Chris Christie joining, who's a former federal prosecutor in New Jersey. We'll ask him about this Hunter Biden uh, just mess today with the plea agreement. Looks like it's all signed, sealed, and delivered. The system protecting uh, Hunter, which is not a surprise. Um, but we'll get into that. Also, the UFO hearing. There is a UFO hearing, and there's some pretty interesting stuff that is being said. I, by nature, am skeptical. A lot of people were calling in yesterday to say that they are not skeptical of extraterrestrial life having visited the planet before. Clay, what was the, you put out a poll. What was the final tally on it? Can you let us know? What yeah. Was the- so 26,000 people voted. Let me pull up the, uh, the absolute latest on that because we were having this discussion yesterday as we knew that this was going to be taking place. And I asked essentially if you believed that a UFO piloted by, you know, some sort of, uh, some sort of uh, out of this world, uh, had ever visited Earth. And it was actually really interesting how close the, uh, the final tally ended up being. I was checking it last night. 
Um, and there's lots of, uh, lots of clips. Here's the question. Do you believe UFOs piloted with alien technology have ever visited Earth? There's 38 minutes left if anybody wants to vote. Uh, I'll retweet this right now, but 31,000 votes, 54% yes, 46% no. So, I mean, close to what is a really, I think, fun discussion point when 50-50, you know, half of you out there in theory listening to us think this is a crazy idea. The other half think it's happened. That's a, a topic that makes a lot of sense. We'll get into some of that here coming up in a few minutes, as we said. Uh, and in the meantime, we got calls coming in, also VIP emails. You want to be a VIP, go to clayandbuck.com. That's clayandbuck.com. Uh, please sign up there and you get access to the VIP inbox. We have VIP John from San Antonio, uh, San Antonio, Texas. What's up, John? We don't? Oh, I thought we had. Oh, I'm sorry. Here we go. It's an email. I thought it was VIP John calling the phones. My bad. Does this set a legal precedent for the Biden defense for others in the future? John, the answer is not really. I can just tell you because if they're ignoring what they've already ignored, they'll just ignore other stuff too, meaning the double standard defense is never a good one, um, never a good one to put out there, right? I, I think that uh, the, what was it, the young National Guard guy who was sharing classified stuff with his uh, video game buddies online, and then some of it leaked out from one of them, not from him. He is not a whistleblower. That was an incorrect assessment by some people. He was reckless with classified information. It's a bad idea. Um, but there, I think he was saying, Clay, well, look what Joe Biden, or his defense team said, look what Joe Biden and or even Mar-a-Lago, the documents, and they're like, no, that's not going to fly. Yeah. So the, the double standard defense, if you're doing the double standard defense, the, you're going to be probably pleading guilty. First of all, you probably can't afford Hunter's legal team. Secondly, you're probably not the son of the president of the United States, which uh, is ultimately what Hunter got. I mean, if you really wanted to argue that, you know, privilege was a thing, uh, Hunter Biden's probably the most privileged criminal defendant in Maybe, maybe modern American history. James in Davenport, Iowa, I believe, is out there, wants to weigh in. James, what you got? Uh, I think that this is the uh, Clay and Travis, uh, the uh, theater of the absurd. I think that this uh, whole uh, deal that was made was showcasing the incompetence of our justice system. It's not a double standard so much as it uh, people assuming that uh, uh, Mr. Teflon, uh, Hunter Biden, would be able to get away with this. And it's a case where the slap on the wrist is just a, a kind of a, a show of place uh, uh, kind of compromise. And it, as I agree with you guys that this is uh, not only a sweetheart for him, but uh, this is something that Trump is not going to look forward to uh, next year when he has his, his day in court. Yeah, I mean, th- thank you, James. I'd say, Clay, could you imagine... If in the Mar-a-Lago documents case, they came up with, you know, some kind of failure to procedurally request whatever, whatever, no jail time, no misdemeanor, you know, nothing. And they offered him something where it's effectively a speeding ticket or, you know, or less. Yeah, don't the test positive com- for drugs and you get two misdemeanors. Uh, Democrats would lose their mind uh, if that were the same offer ramp for Donald Trump going forward. No, look, this is a rig job and it's a rig job that I think was so embarrassing that even left-wingers took note of it, and I think that's why we've seen the chaos in the courtroom uh, so far. We'll continue to discuss all this and more. Keep hanging. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts 
of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.